0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed.
1: King Charles III, the historic day. Thousands gather as he and Camilla enter Buckingham Palace for the first time as king and queen. TV personality Amanda Holden joining the mourners. Just... Gut-wrenching. Kate in dark glasses. She's now a princess. And Harry, all alone as he returns to London on a commercial flight.
2: The king's olive branch to Meghan and Harry.
1: Then the new royal order of succession.
3: The tributes pouring in.
1: From the NFL opening game to the U.S. Open. We'd like to pause to remember Queen Elizabeth II. To the Harry Styles concert. Join me in a round of applause. And funny lady.
0: Oh, really? Please.
1: The queen's wicked sense of humor.
0: I keep mine in
1: here. And what will become of her precious corgis? What's not to love about the cute little corgi? A special Inside Edition. Farewell to the queen. Long live the king. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville.
2: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Great Britain is officially in mourning for the next ten days. The country will mark the passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, and in his first public act as king, King Charles III, the former Prince of Wales greeted the crowd that had gathered outside the gates of Buckingham Palace to honor the Queen. Jim Ray begins our coverage.
4: King Charles and his queen consort Camilla returned to Buckingham Palace in a motorcade through London today. In a spectacular moment, the 73-year-old king left his Rolls Royce to shake hands with the masses gathered outside the palace. One woman even kissed him on the cheek, but he took it in good humor. It's an indication he plans to bring a personal human touch to his reign. CBS News correspondent Holly Williams was there. What was was your reaction to this spectacular scene uh, when, when the crowd greeted King Charles?
2: It was just extraordinary, wasn't it? I think that we were witnessing this really profound moment in history. You know, the new king, King Charles III, Queen Consort Camilla, it's still so extraordinary to hear them called that, arrived um, to sort of greet these crowds outside of Buckingham Palace. Really amazing scenes.
4: Inside Edition also spoke with TV personality Amanda Holden, who paid her respects to the late monarch Queen Elizabeth. She says King Charles has trained his whole life for this moment. I honestly think that we as a nation are looking now for someone to put their arms around us. And I think that King Charles III is the man for the job. I think that we are hugely respectful of our queen. And I think we want to fulfill her wishes. You know, she, She wanted us to embrace her son, he'll be a different kind of king, a very modern one, but I feel like he's totally ready for the job. King Charles held his first meeting with his Prime Minister Liz Truss and shared about his loss. No, I've been dreading. Mm. And the new king spoke for the first time as monarch. I too now solemnly pledge myself throughout the
5: remaining time God grants me to uphold the constitutional principles at the heart of our nation.
4: Hundreds of millions watched around the world as he gave a somber address on British TV. And he offered an olive branch to his feuding son, Harry.
5: I want also to express my love for Harry and Meghan
4: as they continue to build their lives overseas. For a downcast Prince Harry, it was a lonesome return to London. He was the last to arrive at the Queen's Castle in Scotland, too late to bid her goodbye, and was first to leave. Harry's come back separately on a commercial flight, which is a bit strange. Harry boarded a commercial flight carrying his own backpack, pausing to comfort an airport worker. His American wife, Meghan Markle, stayed in London, fearing her criticisms of the royal family made her unwanted, according to the BBC. She
1: might not be terribly warmly welcomed to be
6: perfectly candid mm-hmm. in London.
4: Dailymail.com female editor, Charlie Langston. Harry
2: and Meghan are no longer working members of the royal family. Now, the interesting thing will be where Harry and Meghan are placed in terms of seating
7: at the funeral.
4: This is the first glimpse of Kate in black and wearing dark glasses. She drove herself from Windsor Castle. It was a day of somber pomp and circumstance. There were coordinated gun salutes across London, 96 volleys, one for every year of the Queen's life. The soulful bells of Windsor Castle only rung on the death of a monarch told for the first time in 70 years. Other great bells across London join the solemn chorus. The Queen's death dominated the front pages of newspapers in Britain and the U.S., marking the end of an era. Now that Charles is king, there are big changes in the line of succession. William is next in line to the throne, and he and Kate become prince and princess of Wales. Their children, George, Charlotte, and Louis, become second, third, and fourth in line of succession. Prince Harry moves to fifth, and his children, Archie and Lilibet, become prince and princess. They are sixth and seventh. But it may be generations before there is another queen. It's going to be maybe 150 years from now. If- if we ever get another female in that line. So it's, it's a huge adjustment. Having a, a feminine leader does make you feel like she's the mother of the country. The queen will lie in state in Westminster for four days next week. Her funeral will take place in Westminster Abbey in 10 days' time. And she'll be buried next to her late husband, Prince Philip, whose funeral she attended last April. Britain is now a nation in mourning, but one comforted by the accession of a new king who, judging by this extraordinary scene, is already developing the common touch.
2: Today, President Biden, seen here with the First Lady, left flowers at the British Embassy in D.C. He announced that he will be traveling to London for the Queen's funeral. And even though she was 96 for many around the world, the Queen's death comes as a shock. Here in this country, even the most American of pastimes, professional sports, stopped to pay tribute. Stephen Fabian has details. The death of Queen
3: Elizabeth is triggering intense grief in America. There was a tribute at the NFL season
1: opener in Los Angeles last night. Please join in a moment of silence in the memory of Queen Elizabeth, whose message of unity and peace inspired people throughout the world.
3: The U.S. Open also held a moment of silence before the start of last night's match. We'd like to pause to remember Queen Elizabeth II. Harry Styles shared his feelings with the crowd at Madison Square Garden.
5: From my homeland, some very sad news today, the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. Please join me in a round of applause for 70 years of service.
3: Elton John paid tribute at his concert in Toronto.
6: We celebrate our life tonight with music, okay?
3: The lights of the Empire State Building shone purple and silver in Queen Elizabeth's honor. In L.A., City Hall was lit red. The late night shows paid their respects. As a talk show host, you often get asked the question who would be your dream guest? My answer was always the Queen, and it really hit queen home for British-born James Corden.
5: She was universally adored. She represented good in this world, living a life of of honor.
3: Barbara Streisand posted, "She was a constant for us all, respected around the world. May she rest in peace." Diana Ross, who performed outside Buckingham Palace during the Platinum Jubilee celebrations in June tweeted she devoted her life to her country and to the service of others. Even Russian tyrant Vladimir Putin paid tribute to the Queen. Elizabeth II rightfully enjoyed the love and respect of her subjects. Flight attendants wiped away tears as the pilot announced the news of the Queen's death midair. Over the decades, the Queen endeared herself to so many Americans. She saw the U.K.'s special relationship with America as key to her reign. And nothing proved that more than what she did in the immediate wake of the September 11th terrorist attacks. That's when she ordered the Coldstream Guards Band to play the Star-Spangled Banner.
2: In the UK, as news of the Queen's death broke, 33 million television viewers tuned in to watch the coverage. That is literally half the country. And though she may have kept that famous stiff upper lip, Queen Elizabeth loved a good joke and her sense of humor was often on display during her reign.
7: There was nothing stiff or stuffy about this queen. <laughs> she actually had a killer sense of humor. Thank you, Mr. Prime Minister of Canada for making me feel so old. <laughs> the queen seemed to have a natural gift for comic timing. There is a knife there, the. There is a knife in I know there is. <laughs> As world leaders gathered for a photo shoot, she quipped. Are you supposed to be looking as if you're enjoying it?
4: Yes, <laughs> definitely.
7: Being the most famous woman in the world means you'll get parodied a lot. Austin Powers.
1: Thank you, Your Majesty.
7: There were other moments from the Queen that delighted her subjects. Good evening, sweetheart. She appeared alongside Daniel Craig's James Bond during the opening of the London Olympics ten years ago. What an entrance. The Queen loved the reaction from the crowd when she then walked into the Olympic Stadium. The queen? Daniel Craig spoke about it with Stephen Colbert. We were,
1: ha- were having our photographs taken and she just went, oh no, he's the one that doesn't smile. <laughs> That's Fair enough. Nice. That's nice.
6: Yeah, nice crack. Thank you for having me.
7: And there was this sweet moment from just three months ago, the queen with Paddington Bear during her platinum jubilee celebration.
1: I always keep one for emergencies. So do I.
7: I keep mine in here. Oh. The skit was also touching. Thank you
2: for everything. That's very kind. And then there was the time when protesters pelted the queen with eggs. She was on an official trip to New Zealand, and she quipped, I prefer my eggs for breakfast. In so many of the pictures of Her Majesty, you can see her right there with her beloved corgis, a breed of dogs she's had since she was a young girl, and they were with her till the end. Let's turn on what's next for the royal pooches. <laughs>
5: they were queen elizabeth's royal soft spot her beloved corgis the short-haired pooches were the queen's steadfast companions for nearly eight decades from meetings with dignitaries to photo ops the corgis were always by the queen's side
7: these corgis definitely had a front seat to history just alongside the queen Um, they saw everyone who came through the palace to meet the queen it
5: all started with susan Gifted to the queen on her 18th birthday. The lucky dog even tagged along on her honeymoon with Prince Philip. The queen went on to own more than 30 dogs during her reign, most of them descending from Susan. From Susan came 14 generations of corgis. Susan birthed sugar and honey. Further down the corgi family tree came Shadow and Minnie. Willow was the last corgi to descend from Susan. Prince Harry revealed his grandmother's dogs have been barking <laughs> at him his entire life. This one was absolutely just
7: laying on just my feet during tea. It is very sweet.
5: What's not to love about the cute little corgi? With their calm demeanor and loyal personality, they are the perfect companion fit for a queen. Donna Lewis runs oh, Hudson Valley Corgis oh, in New York. What do you think that they, the queen has done for people's love of these dogs?
2: If it wasn't for the queen, uh, the average
5: person would know about the corgi. Queen Elizabeth left behind four dogs. So what will become of the remaining royal pups?
7: A couple of the dogs were gifts from, from her son, Prince Andrew. Um, so we'll, we'll it remains to be seen um, where they will go, but we know they're still so loved within the family.
2: And, in fact, the queen herself is credited with creating a breed of dog called the dorgie. That's a mix between a dachshund and a corgi. We'll have more on the death of Queen Elizabeth II right after this.
1: Next, food fit for a queen. Wait till you hear what she ate for breakfast.
7: Did she ask for scrambled eggs?
4: Never.
1: Then... Run for Eliza, the city stops and pays tribute to the beloved kindergarten teacher slain during her morning jog. We're
7: out here today to honor Eliza.
1: Plus, long live the king. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville, we'll be right back.
6: This episode is brought in part to you by Audible ...by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com wonderypod or text WONDERYPOD to 500-500. That's audible.com WONDERYPOD or text WONDERYPOD to 500-500. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop The woman who was raped by her husband. Next, it's an Edition.
1: He even cross-examined her at his trial. You raped me. Exclusive. What was it like coming face-to-face with him in court when he acted as his own lawyer?
2: I wasn't going to back down.
1: Then, will Meghan Markle be welcomed by the royals as they mourn Queen Elizabeth? Watch the next, it's an Edition.
2: Last Friday morning around 4.30, Eliza Fletcher was kidnapped and killed while jogging in Memphis. And today, one week later, at the exact same time, a huge crowd ran the same route in memory of the slain teacher and mother of two.
7: The crowd started gathering in the pre-dawn hours. The moon hung over them. They were about to embark on a bittersweet 4.30 a.m. run. We're out here today to honor Liza. This was for Eliza Fletcher, the 34-year-old kindergarten teacher and mother of two who was kidnapped and killed during an early morning run through Memphis. We're just going to run like we should run every morning. Eliza's friends wanted to turn their grief into action, so they organized this run and hundreds showed up i want to thank everyone for coming out here Uh, i never never thought that this is something that would be so big there were hugs there were signs walking for liza finish liza's run cyclists also came to show their support before they started a poignant moment of silence for the slain woman Then the 8.2-mile run began. The cyclist alongside runners, a beautiful show of solidarity. Many of them stopped and lit candles at the spot where Eliza was abducted. What happened to her was just unimaginable. And we just felt like it's
2: being part of the run community that we just had to be here to support her. I refuse to be fearful. I refuse. Funeral services for Ms. Fletcher will be held tomorrow at the same church where she met and married her husband. We'll be back right after this.
1: Still to come, food fit for a queen. Wait till you hear what she ate for breakfast.
7: Did she ask for scrambled eggs?
4: Never.
1: Plus, long live the king.
7: Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. shoppers get it
5: t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today
4: Plan savings with three lines of T Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: What did Queen Elizabeth II like to eat? To find out, Anne Mercogliano spoke with her former chef.
7: Queen Elizabeth's personal chef reveals more than anything else she loved foods grown on her vast estates.
4: She loved to be able to sit at the table and tell people these are from my garden.
7: Darren McGrady cooked for the Queen for more than a decade. He says the beloved monarch's tastes were simple. Take breakfast, for example. She asked for scrambled eggs, never smoked salmon. Never.
4: The queen would actually start with some special case cereals.
7: Lunch was also kept simple.
4: Lunch would, um, she'd have some grilled fish, uh, grilled uh, chicken uh, with some vegetables. She didn't have potatoes or any starch and then some salad.
7: No surprise, she lived to the age of 96. And how did Chef Darren
2: land that job? He simply wrote the queen a letter. And after being invited to the palace for an interview, he was hired. When we come back, some sights and sounds from this historic day for the monarchy. Finally today, inside London's St. Paul's Cathedral was the first official performance of God Save the King. The end of one era and the beginning of a new one. That's Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you again next time.
0: If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music.